there and welcome to the Big Apple School Podcast. My name is Sam. And my name is Barbara. And today we're asking what's the crack about ballet? So we're going to explain what ballet is. Barbara is going to help us with that. We're going to talk about her training because she has training in that, how it has affected her life. Uh, was it very rigorous training? How often she goes to the ballet? Has she been to any theatres here or in other places, other countries? How she's uh, been involved in any uh, big performances or anything like that? Is it comparable to gymnastics or other dance? Um, what about the music? All those sorts of things. So we're going to really get into the nitty gritty about ballet. And I think you're going to learn today and I'm going to learn too. Ah, but first of all, Barbara, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm from the United States. I was born in New Jersey and I'm a California girl. I'm a Cali gal, love mm -hmm. the Pacific Ocean. And I was raised there, I went to school there, had a great education there. And then uh, after I had my baby, I brought her out to Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. And I've been there for the last 29 years. And then now here, 10 days in Novosibirsk. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So here you are in Russia. And of course, it's famous for ballet. It is. It's uh, it's very good quality here, I can say. Not, not as a, an expert with an expert eye, but I know that the standard is very high here. Um, so can you explain what ballet is? Because, I mean, I can I can see it. I could probably explain it uh, as far as I'm concerned, but I really want to know what it is for you, what it is, the nitty-gritty about it. Well, ballet is pretty young, actually. It's developed from um, folk dancing, from local dances in the uh, countryside. And then these local dances and dancers were brought into the courts. And they were to entertain the king and the queen, the czar. And so these are court dances. So we have certain positions, one through five, that came from these court dances. And they had this beautiful posture. And you've mm -hmm. seen uh, women in corsets and that the two to comes from this wonderful uplift of the body and these long, beautiful skirts. And so we have a nice um, development with um, through ballroom dancing too. And then um, this wonderful training of really working the turnout. And the reason for working the turnout is because we came from the theater in the round, where mm -hmm. actors and dancers were in the middle, and the amphitheater around, the audience around the people, and then we placed the dancers on a flat stage. Mm -hmm. And so you're rather limited. And so when you turn out your legs, you can facilitate this side-to-side -side motion, and mm -hmm. then you could see this wonderful 3D in this one-dimensional Theater. So the term turnout, it's the spin? Or? No, the turnout is the actual turning out of your hips. Uh -huh. And that registers through your knees, through your lower legs, through your pointed feet. Uh -huh. And everything's turned out so you can get your legs up higher too. Right. If you've ever seen a kung fu artist, his uh -huh. leg is high, but his body is forward. Uh -huh. But in ballet, you lift up your body and your leg is like pressing against your body up like this. Sounds it's all <laughs> because of turnout. Wow. It's I'm, scientific. Yeah. I don't think I'll try it today. <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> not for me. But okay, good. And what does ballet mean for you? Well, it means the way I breathe, the uh -huh. way I view life. 
I see everything through the ballet eyes. I've been、uh, in ballet for decades. I won't tell you how many decades,、okay. but multiple decades,、yeah. more than two. <laughs> And so, like, if for instance, if I go into a room,、mm-hmm. um, the it could be any room. Could be this room.、Yeah. I envision a ballet bar and how the class would go.、Okay. And I started doing that when I was a teenager in French、yeah. class when I was supposed to be learning the French language. <laughs> but I'd be envisioning the ballet bar and how things go. Or I could be、right. in a laundromat or a grocery store.、Yeah. And it'll always be. That's how I see. Yeah, yeah. And how is your French? <laughs> <laughs> Not good at all. But as good as mine. Yeah. Luckily,、okay. the ballet terms are French, so I can speak ballet French. Uh huh. Yeah. And interesting.、Um, uh, some I think. Some people might pronounce it balat, balat,、uh, like a more like an English pronunciation. Oh, really? Well, m- maybe I'm mistaken, but I've heard the word fillet. It's a French fillet, fillet, right? right?、Yeah. And and sometimes people will pronounce it fillet.、Oh, Another time, fillet. In the U.S., we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably well, truthfully, it's probably correct to say fillet because it's it a French is, word, isn't French. it? So yeah, but I suspect、uh, there's been some. Adaptation. Manipulation. <laughs> Manipulation.、Yeah. In Anglification, you could say maybe it's been taken <laughs>、yeah. and assumed to be English. But who's to judge? Yeah. <laughs>、uh, well, so、uh, as long as people understand. Yes.、Uh, when did you start to train for the ballet? I well, okay. So I was a little girl. I watched old movies. Shirley Temple. You know who Shirley、uh, Temple is, right?、Uh, the tap dancing and the little skirts and the cutesy kids. I know her name. Oh, honestly. Please, I can't. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, got to Google Shirley Temple.、Yeah. So、um, I wanted to be her because she、mm-hmm. was cute and she got a lot of attention.、Mm-hmm. So I said, "Mom, I I, I want to take tap dancing lessons."、Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, if you're going to take dancing lessons, it has to be ballet." So whatever、okay. that was. But it turned out that when I was seven, my mom did take me to the studio, but I was way too shy,、okay. and I would not go in. So、yeah. it took my best friend in sixth grade to take me. With her to the ballet、oh. class. So sixth grade is that twelve? Yeah. yeah, actually I was ten, going 10? on eleven. It was、okay. the summer actually before,、uh. and so、um, with my friend, I was not shy,、mm-hmm. and I could start、right. with my ballet. You're a little bit older then. And, <laughs> yeah, it was Royal Academy of Dance Method. Yeah, R A D. So in those days,、Rad. the examiner Rad, would、short. come from <laughs> London, and she would examine、yeah. us at the end of the year. Right. And so each year we had these examinations. Yeah. And、um, so that's what I did, and then sounds scary. It, it was scary.、Yeah. We had to have little white tunics with little satin slippers and our、right. hair up, and yeah. So I was going to ask you:、um, Is it rigorous the training? The training is very rigorous,、right. very much.、Um, if you Um, what really good, high quality, high caliber training?、Mm-hmm. You would seek out a Russian <laughs>、right. teacher.、Yeah. And、uh, back in the day, well, in the 1990s,、um, they came. There were several that came to Atlanta, Georgia, where I、right. was living,、yeah. and、um, they were still in the Soviet mentality.、Uh-huh. And so they were very hard on me, which I wanted them because if、yeah. you want to be good, you're、yeah. going to get a hard teacher that、right. you know expects. The best, yes. And so I actually retrained Russian style、uh-huh. later in life. Actually,、right. yeah. Right. And is there a big difference in the style you learned from、uh, Russian style? A huge difference.、Right. Well, there's there's this.、Um, if you want to know a little history, maybe、yeah. you already know this, but Akupina Vaganova was.、Um, 
taken and and um, she was to develop the methodology that would develop right. the Soviet Union's first ballerina. Right. And so she was taken out of the Imperial Ballet and she put together the best of the tradition and then uh. the best of the innovative things of the day. Right. And so this, ha- this has this wonderful method of training. Uh-huh. And um, as I said, it's scientific right. and it is to prevent injury. Uh-huh. And you do it correctly, and yeah. and you know how to do it correctly. So it's yeah. not flim flam, willy nilly. Right. There's a scientific. It's a method. practice method. Definitely. Right. Okay. Interesting. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning, and it's it's good. Um, how often uh, do you go to the ballet? Do you watch? I mean, you are a ballet dancer. You go. You perform. But do you actually go just to relax, just to watch it? Maybe critique it in your mind. Do you have you done yes, that? Do you in, do that in Atlanta, Georgia? We have the Fox Theater, which is actually a very small theater. And I would wait for the Russians to come through, and usually they come in on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And I would go and and see the ballets there. Um, but in all actuality, what I really love is the behind the scenes work. Mm-hmm. I love watching a really good class yeah. and a really good rehearsal. I right. love what goes into it. The mechanics of it yeah. and um, the sweat and all the mistakes and the and right. the, the the flaws and you're trying to do it and you have to repeat it. I mm. love that. Seeing people develop and yes. so on. And do you teach? I've taught for 30 years. Right. Yes. So that's a big yes. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Wow. And wow. Okay. So I have a lot. I mean, it, keep, it needs a lot of fitness, a lot of strength. It does. And now, so it's important for me personally to keep in shape because if you can't just go into a ballet class and then do stuff. If you have not been doing your preparatory work, you're not going to be able to survive. At this point, I could not walk into a ballet class without hurting myself. So I am doing my own exercises to get myself up to a higher level that's always, you know, okay, let me get back into shape. I have a certain par level that I'd like to get back to, but that would be on my own. And then maybe I might be able to walk into one, but not now. Okay, okay, that's good. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I think we, we all expect, I think people who don't really know about it expect, yes, there is a lot of rigorousness. And, and I think people have heard of how hard it is uh, you need to be very strong, it, a bit maybe like uh, sport. I mean, it is a lot like a sport. It is sport, really, isn't it? It's that fitness, that level, is very much needed. Have you been to any of the uh, theaters here? No, I've just been in, walking around uh, outside, and then one day I'm right. going to go in there and watch. Yeah, because uh, yeah, here in Novosibirsk, it's Novat, yeah. uh, the theater. Well, the Novosibirsk Opera and Ballet Theater. And it's a very impressive building. Um, speaking from the architectural point of view, or, well, not as an architect, but a civil engineer in in uh, education, it's a beautiful looking building, yes. very impressive. And inside is good too, although I prefer the outside, if I'm honest, but it is good inside as well. Great. Have you been to anywhere in Moscow? On your way um, here? No, I was actually four weeks in St. Petersburg a few right. years ago. Uh-huh. And um, that was on my list to do, but by the time I got to that, it was the, the holidays and things were closing. And mm-hmm. and then I was afraid that I was didn't have my dress code to come because it specifically right. said you had to wear certain thing. Okay. And then other people, other St. Bergians said, oh, you, you could have just worn anything. Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> so I, I haven't. Afraid. I actually haven't been to. The, I've been to Moscow, but I haven't been to the theater there. Uh, I've been here, and I've wore jeans and a shirt. What I'm wearing now, so it's a semi-casual. But honestly, I haven't noticed. I didn't. I didn't notice. I mean, there are people dressed formally, people less formally. So, but I didn't notice any strict code. So, don't know. Don't know how that compares with Moscow, but. And how was St. Petersburg? Did you like the theater? Oh, I, I just loved it there. That was yeah. that was the place. That was my destination. That was the place I yeah. had to go before anything happened. I had yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And did you train there? I actually took open ballet class. Right. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, I, I had to, of course, it was conducted in Russian, so Fkornik. Uh -huh. I had to, he gave me a correction. He had danced with the Kirov Ballet, uh -huh. and he gave me a certain correction. Right. And I love that correction because there are different ways of doing something, and the way he corrected me, Fkornik, through second position, uh -huh. was the answer, the key. Right. And it was like, when I took that home, I was like, okay, now I do it through <laughs> Right, so you've, you, you developed as a result Yeah, I, I got a really right. good correction that yeah. I will always remember for the right. rest of my life. Was that a while ago? It was f uh, three and a half years ago. Yeah, okay. December will be four not, years. Not so long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. And uh, what type of the, what time of the year is, was it a yeah, it was, cold? Yeah, it was December, yeah. and which wasn't <laughs> too cold, but then yeah. when January hit, yeah. it was just biting my skin, yeah. and it was frightening. Uh -huh. Now, I know that that was nothing compared to how it's going to be later on here, uh -huh. um, but I'm all ready for it. I'm going to... Well, I, d I don't know. I haven't been there in the winter. Uh, but I've heard that Sibir uh, St. Petersburg is quite, um, it's a very different climate from here. It's got that, a lot more moisture in the air and much more rain at certain times of the year. So I think that the cold there feels colder. Uh, I don't know how, I don't, I haven't compared, I haven't been there in winter to compare it with Siberia, but yeah, it gets cold here in Siberia, that's for <laughs> sure. Okay. And what about the clothes for ballet? Can well, you that's describe them? Yes. Well, let's talk about the 1960s, okay? Because that's mm -hmm. when I started. Okay. Um, everything was nylon, right. and it had the high collars. Well, it's called jewel neckline, so it wasn't right. down here plunging necklines or backless. Right. And nylon uh, with no uh, contours for your waist. So it's kind of right. baggy right. and long sleeves. Uh -huh. um, and then in 1980, I was in Las Vegas. I was dancing in a show in Las Vegas. And one of the fellow dancers um, started her own company. She decided mm -hmm. she was going to make leotards made out of cotton. Right. And so I went into her shop, and she actually made these wonderful leotards that are form-fitting. Mm -hmm. She gave me one. Um, high French leg mm -hmm. and these wonderful lower right. things. Yeah. Lower cut. Lower cut. Thing. So right. it was beautiful. Now, if you remember the movie Flashdance? Mm. 1980-something. Well, I've watched Flash many 80s films. <laughs> well, she has an off-the-shoulder right. look, and then a lot of stores developed that, marketed yeah. uh, off-the-shoulder things. Yeah. But that's from dancers, because we would cut our leotards. Right. The, the neckline would be just too yeah. much up here, so we'd cut them, and we'd cut things, and we would cut them up here and cut uh -huh. them down here. Right. And so when if you look at the old movie Flashdance, yeah. you'll see how real dancers did it. Right. A yeah. little bit of homework for people listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and, uh, I mean, was it compared with the nylon, was the cotton warmer? I mean... 
Because uh, for me, well, you would have um, you would have uh, knitted stockings that would fall down, right? Or you would have uh, well, we knit our own because you couldn't buy it in a store. Yeah. So I knitted my own full length body. Yeah. Out of pink uh, yarn. Right. And wow. so. That's many how, talents. Yes, you <laughs> had to know how to knit, and you yeah. know, know how to darn your point shoes and sew right. your shoes. There you go. My, my mom loves uh, knitting. I'm my wife too, oh, but yes. well, crochet and and embroidery. And but we can do that too. <laughs> it relieves stress. I'm not. I know we could. I know <laughs> I could. Technically, I could, but. Um, it's not my scene. I, think. <laughs> I I prefer. I actually paint little models and, and oh. soldier little soldiers <laughs> and uh, drawings, and uh, I prefer another type of art. <laughs> but I've absolutely nothing against it, and I enjoy seeing my wife doing some embroidery. But uh, it's not for me. <laughs> it's just. But um, well, the point I make is uh, the cotton. Well, for me, it's always about the heat. I always like to keep cool, and I'm. For some reason, when I exercise, and it's not a health thing, um, but regardless of how fit I am or I'm not, I sweat a lot. And so the cotton for me would be like, oh, a red flag, you know. I would try to avoid it, maybe. But is it? I mean, is it warmer? Well, in the than? olden days, when I was training in the 1970s, we weren't allowed to drink water during class, right. and she kept it at 80 degrees. So we did sweat very much. When you say 80 degrees, that's Fahrenheit. Oh yes, that's, 80 degrees. Like, is it like 30, 30 something? 30 or something? Yeah, right. 30 something. Yeah. So that's yeah, hot. Hot. And that's then hot. in New York City,、yeah. way back when, I don't know what it is now, but they didn't have air conditioning, so、yeah. it was humid and hot. And you're dancing around, and、yeah. you're not allowed to drink water. In New York City, you could because you're、yeah. a little bit more、um, independent. But where、okay. I was trained, I wasn't allowed to.、Wow. Now, of course, things are.、And、why not water?、Um, it was old-fashioned thinking that would give you cramps. It's、uh-huh. old-fashioned thinking.、Okay. Now with this new health craze, people understand、yes. that you have to hydrate yourself. Right. Yeah. Stay hydrated. It's <laughs>、yeah. a good phrase. Yeah. Okay.、Um, yeah. And and what about、uh, clothes for men? Let's. So there are. I mean, I have so many questions. Really. Well, <laughs> what is a male ballerina called? Is he? A、uh, premier danseur would be a,、uh-huh. a, the top dancer or danseur.、Okay. Dancer. And you have to say dancer. Okay. Dancer. Oh yeah. Okay. Or you can say <laughs> male dancer. Male dancer, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what you would say. But there's no, there's no ballerina. No, or, or no.、Anything. We wouldn't say that. And it's not related to the word ballet at all. It's just ballet dancer. Ballet dancer. Yeah. Dancer. Dan- ah, ballet dancer. Uh huh. Okay. And a ballerina for is, a lady is is a rank of a company. So she's、okay. top. And a prima ballerina is、uh, even higher. Okay. And a prima ballerina assoluta is the highest. Right. So, so, the normal term is is ballet dancer. Yes, like if you're for a, if, even or a dancer. Uh, just a dancer. For male and female. English, yeah. Right. So yeah. for male and female, it's ballet dancer. Yeah, ballet dancer. And then you get to the ranks. The different you know, ranks. Are you in the corps de ballet?、Right. Are you in the demi corps? Are you、right. a soloist? Are you a ballerina yet? Right. Or maybe it's a company that they switch everything, and everyone dances everything, and it's not、mm-hmm. ranked. It just depends on. Okay, and and each theater might have their own ranks and a kind of a competition Ye- for those. Yeah, there's definitely competition. I mean, you、yeah. have to work hard to keep it, keep、yeah. that title. Right. And if you don't, <laughs> you're 
they're out the door. It's very competitive. <laughs> well, we say there are 10 dancers, no, we say there are 100 dancers waiting in the wings. Right. That's what we say. So, And, and there's just one prima, um, sorry, prima, de, prima yeah, ballerina? Yeah, prima ballerina usually. Yeah. But then, wow. uh, yeah, it's a big title. And I don't yeah. know if they really use it nowadays because now when we go, we don't always go for the dancer. We yeah. a lot of times go for the choreography. Right. So, okay. yeah, it just depends on maybe it's more egalitarian now. I also you know. like to see the different characters. Yeah. I watched uh, Sleeping Beauty here. And what enjo- what I enjoyed most, and maybe maybe I'm just not <laughs> appreciative enough, I enjoyed to see a man dressed as a frog, a ballerina yeah. dancer, yeah. yes, but dressed as a frog. And I, I like the, the theatricality of it. And there was a wonderful guy who played uh, an evil queen. The, or the, oh, yeah, usually they'll get queen. the guys he's, to play he's the, got that the size uh, like Cinderella. They're yeah. going to get the guys to play the ugly stepsister. And, but his manner, mannerisms and the way he moved and yeah. how he was dressed, yeah. it was it was impressive to me. I enjoyed just, he was very, his behavior and everything was the theatricality of it. Well, it is. And, you I know, enjoyed. in the olden days, um, here in Russia, they use the Stanislavski method to right. teach these ballet dancers how to act. So mm-hmm. you have these wonderful dramas mm-hmm. that they really did learn how to act. Right, right. So there's, yeah, because for me, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a full appreciation of, of dancing as as someone that may have training and experience in that sort of thing. Um, for me, it's more about the theatricality of it all. Um, but but at the same time, I can appreciate that yes, that is hard work, that form and that posture, and I um, mean the amount of stamina as well to be performing for that length of time. I can appreciate that, but the theatricality for me is an important part too. Okay. Um, great. So, are there many guys doing ballet, I suppose, would be my question, because it tends to be considered a, more for women, uh, if, yeah, I'm, you, if I'm not okay, mistaken. Okay, so let's talk about like the 1840s, 1860s. So, the woman was to look like a sylph or a spirit, some kind of mm-hmm. uh, ethereal right. being. Right. And the man was there just for... Util, you know, utilizing, yeah. he would lift her up and make her, right. you know, go up higher. Right. Um, but then, now nowadays, uh, you would, th- the boys always got the scholarships, like mm-hmm. in the United States, because there'd be fewer boys. Right. Right. So the boys so would do everything free, and they would them. get to have, right. you know, a full class full of girls, and they'd be the yeah. only boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could get jealous of a guy yeah. with all those yeah. privileges. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there are fewer, but they—they—it's easier for them in a sense. That definitely in, in a for, sense, it is than for in the that women. way. Right. I don't know how it is in Russia because there are yeah. men's classes, boys' classes, and they—they right. they take in guys. And there's the men's core. And if you yeah. look at a real man's ballet like Spartak, yeah. Spartacus. That's full of men. If you want? Um, <laughs> sounds dangerous. Uh, yes, it is dangerous. If you want theatrics, yeah. watch Spartak. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um, so, are those clothes comfortable? Um, I would think that they are comfortable. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. It wasn't and, a problem and, for you. Yeah, and uh, now there are. Okay, so we have a fat thing. Yeah. Um, dancers always have to be thin, yeah. and we have this complex about our body. So a lot of dancers would yeah. put layers on just to. Sh- to cover up their bodies. Right. But because I was really wanting to be critical of myself, I would always wear pink. Right. And I wouldn't layer on so that I can yeah. see every flaw so that I can 
so-called get rid of every flaw. Okay. So yeah, they're comfortable. They have yeah. to be stretching, and some people feel more comfortable being baggy, and uh -huh. I don't like that. Yeah. I like things something yeah. form-fitting. Right. So it, you, I mean, did it ever hinder your dancing? It was never, no, never. No, but any, costumes now. Costumes are not right. comfortable. Right. At if all. you're dressed as a big frog. Oh, yeah, like, that would be. But <laughs> that even guy a that beautiful like. tutu. They yeah. are very tight. They have yeah. to be and scratchy. Right. And even if you do like a little recital with children, yeah. children are always scratching themselves. Oh, this yeah. costume's too itchy, scratchy. Mm -hmm. Right. So costumes are not comfortable. Yeah. Better to train in without it. I suppose. <laughs> Yeah. If you can, okay. All right, and uh, a few more questions we have. Uh, could a ballerina uh, transition easily into gymnastics or well, a ballet dancer, yeah. as I now correctly? Uh, well, okay, so we have this wonderful turnout that we're trained to do, mm -hmm. and we'll die for it, and gymnastics is parallel. Right. So you're not going to be able to do gymnastics as gymnastics. Yeah. Um, you'd have to really... Turn in, yeah. You have your, to really you change. change your complete mental, yeah. your mentality. Definitely. Yeah. Like for right. instance, if I I went in to do belly dancing, mm -hmm. and belly dancing is parallel too, but I like right. to do. Some of the things I'd like to turn out, and they didn't like yeah. me to turn out. It's like, so right. what? This is my class. I'm going to turn out. So we're um, addicted to our turnout. We mm -hmm. uh, we in swath ourselves in our turnout. Turnout right. is everything to us. So you've got you a don't lot have of, to give it up. I love. I don't want to say bad habits, but a lot of habits that are not so easily broken. Right, that, right. That don't it wouldn't right. trans it wouldn't translate well. But um, that's a good word, translate. So mm. ballet, you would translate into ballroom dancing. Ballroom yeah. dancers, right. um, ballroom dancing would be great for a ballet dancer because right. they can really glide and have mm -hmm. that upper body right. and right. have beautiful stance mm -hmm. and rhythm. Mm -hmm. So that that goes well, and it, yeah. I guess it kind of kind of came from ballroom dancing? Yeah, it or, came or from the folk origins. dancing. And mm -hmm. then, well, when I said ballroom dancing, I'll have to say this, I'll have to correct myself because um, uh, Peter, um, mm -hmm. what was the, his name? The Peter, one who is Peter, Peter the Great. The Great yeah, from, he, did, yeah, yeah. he, he kind of got rid of the theatrical ballet and right. he loved the ballroom dancing. Uh -huh. And so that was big during his time. I'm when you say ballroom dancing, I'm imagining this hermitage, you know, big, big, big area yes. and lots of people dressed up. Dressed up. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, do you listen? So, of course, ballet and classical music go hand in hand whether we like it or not. And I think people who enjoy ballet also enjoy that music. But do you, as spending so much time uh, listening to classical music during training or during performances, do you listen to it in your free time? I don't listen to any music in mm -hmm. my free time, actually, right. except for when I was in the States and I drove. I drive mm -hmm. around and I would definitely blare out the country western music uh -huh. um, okay. but yeah I don't listen to music but I do say that on my deathbed I would like uh, class ballet music to be played and mm -hmm. class ballet music is different from symphonic or right. orchestration this is simplified uh, and very rhythmic so that you can do your exercises too right. and as I said and before that's on a tape recorder I, or something yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or I guess on CD now. CDs, but I, <laughs> iTunes, yeah, all, all mine will, will be on the I, iPad. <laughs> yeah. Right, iPad. Yeah, oh, the phonograph record. Yeah, if you want I to. I still, I'm still 
uh, old enough. I am old enough to remember the tape cassettes <laughs> and uh, then CDs. And I guess yeah. I should remember that CDs. Did you are, know about the eight track before the cassette track? Uh, I've heard it. I've heard of it. <laughs> this this big is it the eight track? It's a small vinyl record, is it? No, the eight track was a big like a cassette uh-huh. uh, tape, but this big. Right. Yeah, uh, I've heard of yeah. it, but never used it. No. Yeah, I'm sure. We had a, but we had a re- vinyl record player. Yes, definitely. In my in my house when I was a little boy, and I definitely used that and a you lot. You remembered all the scratches. And yeah, things. and I used to, <laughs> I used to put um, little farm animals. Onto, oh. Maybe on the record, but well, my mum tried to discourage. Yes, that. you're a very naughty boy. Try not to put it on the record. <laughs> I was a naughty boy, but. I tried to put it on the actual, um, you know, turntable instead of the record, yeah. and uh, but great fun putting <laughs> farm animals on that. Yes, a little Turn menagerie. It <laughs> um, so yeah, so so country and western music. Actually, myself, I don't listen to a lot of music either. Um, I do. I I tend to say uh, a phrase like mu- uh, books are my music. Oh. Uh, it's kind of for me. I think it's the same effect as people. People are soothed by music. For me, I'm soothed by books or maybe a YouTube video or something too, to to relax, you know. Um, okay, what's the most important or ambitious production you've been involved? Well, I've Good had a question. lot of yeah. I've I've had a lot of Nutcrackers, of course, but I think my favorite um, variation because when I was training with my um, beautiful ballerina from Moldova, I was with her for ten years, mm-hmm. and she coached me on about twenty-five variations, which I would perform. And one is Santanella, and it's an old ballet, but what's usually done is just the pas de deux. Now it's kind of like a little love duet, and it had this. Um, Everyone would do it with the développé, where you put your toe to your knee and then kick your leg out. Toe but, to your but, knee. Yeah, right. up like this. <laughs> this is a certain step. I got you, yeah. Uh, but this um, uh, former ballerina gave me with a ballonet. So you have to mm-hmm. kick it up first and then come to your knee, which was, okay. makes it a lot more difficult. Right. So when I worked on that, I actually got a hernia. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's so, I, so good. Yeah. So strength you got so a hernia. I, right? And of course, I didn't tell her that I had yeah. a hernia. I did not want her to know that I got a hernia from the Sentinella variation. <laughs> Work harder. Yes. She might have said. Right, right. Okay. So uh, she might have rolled her eyes a little bit. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I had this hernia for a couple of years, and right. and it just dis- dissipated. It's disappeared. I completely forgot about it. But right. when I think of Sentinella, I will think of my hernia. Yeah. But you enjoy that performance. You enjoy training. I loved it so much because yeah. I love the classical. I love the old ballets. I love the yeah. coquettishness of it. I love that this is the, what's so beautiful about this Avogadro style, where you have your upper body is the dance, and you have certain um, traditional ballet. The classical ballet are the ballets that tell a story, just like mm-hmm. you said. You like the theatrics and the drama of it, mm-hmm. and so with your upper body, you tell the story. The mm-hmm. certain um, Apoma, which is your shoulder, or the incline right. of your head, the gaze of your eyes, the, uh-huh. the arrangement of your fingers, this upper body right. is so beautiful. Yeah. And that's why I like that as yeah. opposed to contemporary stuff where you're just kicking your legs and twisting yeah. around. Just about the dance more. Yes, I love just like you, like you right. like the theatrics of yeah. it. Yeah. And even what you're doing now, it reminds me of the theater here, actually, because I think they have that style. Yes. Well, you you can tell me more later. Well, you but, have to learn but, that style, and and yeah. what may sound strange is yeah. you have to learn what beauty is. You have to be right. taught what beauty is. This right. is what's beautiful. Do it this way. Okay. Okay. And I get the impression uh, we're coming to a close, but I get the impression that 
actually, it's not so much about the performance. I mean, for for me as an audience member, I go to the theater once, you know, maybe once or twice a year. And for me, it's all about what I see and hear. And of course, it has to be, right? But I get the impression, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that for you as a, a ballet dancer, it's about the training, it's about the preparation. It's not really, not so much about the performance. Yeah, and that's so personal because I don't yeah. think all dancers are like that. I think a right. lot of dancers really do want to see the performance. Right. But there's just something in me that I love the training, I love the, the details, mm -hmm. and I will sit there and look at little yeah. things. Getting everything right. Everything, that's what I like. Developing, okay, yeah. and developing others as well, okay. Um, would you recommend ballet as a career? Oh, as a career, no, right. I wouldn't. Yeah, and why? No. Why not? I don't know. Too much? Too I intense? I don't know. I, I because I am very traditional, mm -hmm. and nowadays things have changed into the contemporary. And I really don't know what's going on today, really. Right. You could say that I'm lost in the past. You could say that I'm stuck in the past. But I have these wonderful images of what I love. Mm -hmm. And um, by all means, if someone wanted to do it, I'll, I would say, you better work hard. Well, actually, yeah. I did have a student come to me, and she was one of my students, and she said, yeah. oh, I want to be a ballerina. And I was like, no, I don't think you'll be. <laughs> you can, you'll dance very well at a university, study in a university. Yeah. Because she had a very limited body, right. very limited. Okay. And of course, her mother did not want me to say that, but it was yeah. my own school, so I could say whatever I wanted to say. <laughs> and um, so, no, I don't. If you have an incredible body, yeah. and yeah, I'd say go for it. You have to have the right stuff as well. You yeah. have to have the right stuff. You okay. know, you'd have it's to. A, it's right. a very talented person. It's go the, to New York for a summer, see how yeah. you survive, and if right. you haven't had a nervous breakdown, yeah. then go for it. Okay. But if you've cried and you want to come home, yeah. then it's not it. for you. Okay. <laughs> um, and as a hobby, you're happy to recommend it as a hobby? Well, I will say that I think, you know, I have this, I had uh, two ballet schools in my time of teaching yeah. and one on a very successful adult program. Mm -hmm. and I had about 10 adults and I offered an uh, adult class uh, four times a week and some came four times a week and they loved it because they were office bound during the week and then they got right. to come out and de-stress. And mm -hmm. then after class, I'd give them a rehearsal and mm -hmm. I would find a church that had a stage and we'd use the stage and I'd, I would make their costumes mm -hmm. and we'd all perform. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. We would do it together. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, kind of a de-stressing thing. And, for and I guess them, yeah. For them, it was a, the novelty of, well, here's what a ballet ballet dancer, sorry, ballet dancers might do. Yeah. And I'm kind of kind of playing the role of a ballet exactly. dancer. Exactly. And I would okay. um, pick certain dance uh, ballets mm -hmm. that I felt that they could do. Like Le Pas de Quatre is this certain um, old ballet. Mm -hmm. And... They they love that, or I would yeah. choreograph something, and yeah. wow. they enjoyed so it. I get the impression, just we're coming to a close, but I get the impression that it's a very strict lifestyle. It's very, very disciplined, and I think you even enjoy the discipline of it. Am I right? To yeah, say that? you know what? It's that suffering, and yeah. I have to have a, a little level of suffering. Uh -huh. And if that's why I can take things, yeah. and that's I, I mean, to this day, I skip meals. Mm -hmm. I can do without. It's just that kind of thing, and yeah. it is a sense of uh, independence. It makes me feel strong and independent if I can right. do without food or yeah, something. I can do that. I achieve. Uh, yeah, that. yeah. Lots of goals. Yeah, it and, gives me my strength. Right. Okay. Great. You're very insightful. <laughs> uh, well, maybe it's um, 
I don't I don't want to sing my my own praises maybe because I've uh, it's part of my profession as a teacher maybe that's <laughs> without singing my praises too much so guys that was the crack about ballet we're coming to a close now so we talked about what ballet is we talked a lot from Barbara you heard a lot from her about her experiences training and training others about the different countries she's been to in her experiences in the States and in St. Petersburg and a little bit of, a little bit from me of as a as a layman as someone that doesn't know much or anything about ballet my thoughts and my ideas and really how hard it is to be uh, a ballet dancer and some of the clothes and music and all of that stuff so guys that was the crack about ballet 